police in the morning. A Vietnam vet savagely slaughters his cheating wife and her lover, his parents, and his pet bird. Years later, a team of specialists researching the mating habits of a rare species of bird stumble upon a sinister blind man and some angry feathered fiends. Soon, the dead rise and a vengeful winged terror swoops down upon the living. I'm Corey. And I'm Paul. And we are the, the B-Movie, B-Movie Bros. Here review B-Movies to the best of our ability. Sometimes we get off topic, but randomness is a gift. So, you know, it is May, and as we had Cinco de Mayo, I think it's time for us to celebrate Cinco de Filmo. You know, and some of those franchises that have had at least five films in them, taking a look at the fifth film in the franchise. And we're starting it out with Zombie 5 from 1988, which is a very interesting franchise because every sequel in this franchise is just an unofficial sequel to the movie before it. And pretty much none of them should have been made in the first place. Except for Zombie 2. That was pretty good. But... Enough about that. Let's dive right into this shit. Zombie 5, technical difficulties, top and bottom three. Let's, uh, let's start out with the bottom. Let's get the bad out of the way first. Sounds good to me. So for me, number three, the actors have different accents. And I don't mean like different actors have different accents. I mean like one actor will have two or three different accents throughout the film. And this goes for like two or three of the characters. Yeah, they just couldn't decide on what on an accent. So, like, we're going to do all of them. Number two. What are these ghouls? Where did they come from? What, what do they mean? Fear gave them power. What the fuck does fear have to do with any of it? Like, it's not really, like, made any kind of sense of as to where these ghouls, ghosts, zombies, whatever you want to call them, are or where they came from or what they're even doing in this film. Number one. For a movie titled Zombie 5 Killing Birds, there are neither zombies, no, these creatures are the embodiment of fear, nor are there killer birds featured at any time within the film. Yeah, some bird rips out a guy's eye. That's it. They never show birds actually killing somebody. Yeah, how do you fuck that one up? It's You had two jobs, and you, you couldn't get either zombies or killer birds. Especially since, like, this movie was originally just titled Killing Birds, and somebody slapped Zombie 5 on it later on down the road. So even the Killing Birds part, like, that was the main prospect of this movie, and it failed to deliver that. All right. For, I got, for number three, just like in Feeders, which we reviewed last week, 90% of this movie is just people walking around outside. It's pretty much a nature film with some random murders intermixed to keep the film from getting too boring. I like hiking on a nice summer evening as much as the next guy, but it's not exactly something I want to watch other people doing. Number two, literally every character in the film was expendable. I remember one character's name was Paul, and that's only because that's also my name, but yeah, I didn't give a shit about any of them. Even the ones that survived were, they, they, they could have just been killed for all I cared. And number one, the ending of this movie is complete bullshit. So, spoilers, it turns out that the birds from the beginning of the film had the magic ability to turn into zombies or ghouls or something at night and would kill people who they sensed fear from. There was no lead-up to this or any hints. It just kind of happened. It was like the dumbest M. Night Shyamalan-esque twist I've ever seen. It was just... What even was that? Like, fuck. 
I, 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 I didn't get that. I just got some rambling old man, but... Uh, I mean, he could have just been an old man who, like, decided he was tired of bird shitting on his, uh, on his house, and he's like, you know, I'm going to fight these things in the end, you know. This is personal. But I, I think that's what they were getting at, with the birds could turn into zombies or ghouls or something. I mean, that's, that's the only way this could possibly make sense. So I'll, I'll credit the movie with that, maybe, kind of. Well, uh, enough of the bad. Let's talk about the good here. Uh, top three. So number three for me, instead of the standard five college students going into the woods for, you know, whatever reason, you get seven in this film. Yay, more cannon fodder. Number two. Although Paul doesn't like the walking around as much as the next person, the walking around the house, super intense techno 80s music really gets your blood pumping. And I just I love it. It, it just makes me think that I'm watching Terminator like for two seconds. And then I look up and realize that it's zombie five killing birds. But it is pretty good. Well, it was walking inside. The walking outside was just no music and people just looking at stuff and staring off into the distance. And then number one. The deaths of the college students are actually pretty brutal. You've got, like, face smashings and spontaneous combustion and, like, ripping of necks out and shit like that. It's pretty good and uh, not what I expected, judging by the first, like, four deaths in this film, which were all just, you know, someone getting half of their throat slit. All right, so number three, Zombies 5 was apparently created by time travelers because it was released before Zombie 4. I'm not sure how that happened. It might have just been, you know, a screw up with release dates. But, you know, I like the time traveler theory. So, you know, good for them. You know, take that, Stephen Hawking's. Number two, this movie definitely had all the check marks of an Italian horror film made in the 80s. The intense, fast paced music when it's supposed to be a scary moment. Women who were only in the film to look pretty while staring off at nothing in particular. Gratuitous amounts of gore and violence. And of course, an array of unexplained accents by people who I'm pretty sure were supposed to be from the same area. It's a style I've definitely come to appreciate over the years. And number one, the death scenes in this film were pretty brutal and they were kind of pretty awesome. There were few and far between, considering how many characters they had lined up just asking to get killed, but well worth it in the end, I think, maybe. I don't know. I'm still not really sure about this one. Magic bird zombies. Yeah, that. So, you know, something that we didn't mention in this film was uh, the dialogue. So let's, let's get down to it with a, a good old-fashioned quote war. Where we'll uh, quote this film back and forth. You two tell us who uh, had the better quotes. I guess I'll start us off with, uh, Hey, Paul. I meant to frighten you, and I'm glad I did. Hey, Paul. I hope you find whatever it is you're looking for. Hey, Paul. I'm the one who needs a good night's sleep. Hey, Paul. There's something evil about this place. And that ends this episode's edition of Quote Wars. If you have a favorite quote from this film or want to tell us who won this episode edition of Quote Wars, I'll leave it in the comments below. Um, yeah, I think it's time for our final take. Remember, friends, our final take is a score on our shot scale. Our shot scale is a reverse scale. One to ten, one being the worst, ten being the best. No, one being the best and ten being the worst. How many shots do you need to get through this film? 
Yeah, something like that. And uh, I gave it a, a generous four out of ten. I actually also gave it a four out of ten. So, Zombie 5 Killing Birds is a rather misleading film. It has not to do with zombies or killer birds, but about a group of ornithology students visiting a plantation in the middle of a Louisiana swamp only to encounter fear ghosts. Yes, ghosts manifested through fear. Most of the film is just the students walking around, but it, you know, times to some pretty sweet 80s beats. When the students start dying, it's brutal city with face smashing, spontaneous combustions, neck rippings, and a few other kills. The movie is worth a watch as a supernatural slasher film, which is severely mislabeled in a subgenre as a zombie film. Watching Zombies 5, I got the impression that the film crew didn't actually have a completed story written and just decided to walk around the middle of the woods, hoping that a movie would just kind of happen. You know, if they just kept the film, the cameras rolling, you know, they'd look at what they filmed and somehow put it together. And it kind of worked. Zombies 5 isn't exactly what I'd call an interesting movie or an exciting movie or a good movie or a movie that needed to be made at all. It's basically two hours of actors bumbling around, hoping they didn't inadvertently agree to buy a timeshare somewhere in the middle of Italy. There was also a twist ending, but yeah, I'm not even going to get into that one again. Still, the murder scenes were bloody and brutal, and really that's all you can ask for. So that almost made up for everything else. So there you have it. It, uh, You know, it's not a, a... bad movie but it's not a good movie but it is worth a watch again like not as a zombie movie or a killer bird movie i feel like all you really need to do with this film is like skip to the murder parts and just ignore the rest of it and you'll have a good time i mean it's kind of like two movies that were just kind of like spliced together to make one full film yeah it's like there was the guy coming home to find his cheating wife and just murder his family and then there was like the kids exploring an abandoned house like like I said, it's like let's just keep filming and hope it hope that a movie happens. So you know enough about this film. We know not what everyone likes to watch the same kind of shit that we do. So we like to give every B movie review an A movie companion. And um, I think this one's pretty obvious. Uh, I gave my A movie companion to uh, Alfred Hitchcock's 1963 thriller The Birds. I picked Peter Jackson's Lord of the Rings: The Fellowship of the Ring from I I don't know. So. Both Zombie 5 Killing Birds and The Birds are movies that are supposed to be about birds killing people for no real reason. That's it. I mean, you you can't get more obvious than that. Even though in Killing Birds, birds don't actually kill people. You really, really worked hard on that one, didn't you? I, I did. All right, so I picked Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Ring, because both movies were filmed in Not America. Both movies have characters walking around outside in what seems like an endless hiking trip. And both movies feature a bird or birds in a semi-important role. In The Fellowship of the Ring, Gandalf has his giant pet eagle friends save him from the evil wrath of Saruman the White. And the birds in Zombie 5 turn into zombies and murder people after sunset or something. I'm just going to assume that's what they were trying to go for. So there you have it. If you want to watch an A-movie version of Zombie 5 Killing Birds, check out Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring, or The Birds. Now, I think it's time to tell everybody what they really want to hear, and that is how to drink away this flick. Drink away this flick. Come on and grab your drink. Let's drink away this flick. 
We'll give you some drinking games for this film, but remember, friends, drink responsibly. Number one, every time you see a bird cage, take a drink. Number two, every time birds are screeching, take a drink. Number three, whenever anyone has a slashed throat, take a drink. Number four, anytime Mr. Brown is randomly shown in his house, take a drink. And number five, of course, because it's Cinco de Filmo month, every time you remember, wow, there are at least five films in this franchise, take a drink. Every time someone has an accent, take a drink. Every time journalist girl and glasses girl are at odds odds with each other, take a drink. Every time Mr. Brown is talking to journalist girl and main character guy, take a drink. And every time a zombie busts through a door, window, or ceiling, take a drink. And those are your ways to drink away the slick. If you have any thoughts about this movie or anything else B-movie-related, you can leave us a comment on either iTunes or SoundCloud. You can also email us at bmoviebros at gmail.com. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com dash bmoviebros. Follow us on Twitter at bmoviebros or my personal Twitter at bmoviepaul. You can also check out all our other content, including reviews, interviews, and chats on our website bmoviebros.com, where we have new shows each week. If you want to support the show, consider donating to our PayPal or Patreon accounts. Links provided below. Well, it's the end of the first week here. Uh, Cinco de Filmo. It's going to be a shortened month um, for us here. So, uh, you know, in the lead right now is Zombie 5 Killing Birds. You know, no competition yet. Let's see if uh, it gets dethroned next week. We're going to continue this Tom Fuckery of Time Warping Cinco de Filmo month with uh, the final installment of Phantasm in Phantasm 5, Ravager. There are five Phantasm movies? Yes. That means I have to watch three more before this. Which, which one have you seen? Phantasm. Oh, you only need to watch, you know, two and three. Four really doesn't matter. But, you know, in, in Ravager from 2016, the hero Reggie Bannister travels through time to try and stop the tall man once and for all. Man, I... I'm not even sure how he gets to that point, but that'll be fun to catch up on. So until next time, friends, be brave, be alive, and be back for more.